Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rangi's Ask a CISO podcast, where you get insider security insights on the newest cybersecurity trends to help you improve your domain knowledge and get better at your job. My name is Mark Fuentes, the Director of Cyber Operations at Rangi Cybersecurity. And with me today is Vincent Lim, one of our team members on the Strategic Services team. He's an experienced security and compliance consultant and the resident MAS CRM guru around here. So welcome, uh, Vincent. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Mark. Uh, so to those listening to the podcast, uh, yeah, the, it's a, a regular thing that we put out. We like to throw out some knowledge there. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Singapore's MAS CRM. Um, maybe uh, just to start, just to kick us off, Vincent, maybe you could tell us a little bit briefly about uh, MAS and MAS TRM and what they're all about. Hey, thanks, Bob. Sure. Um, MAS TRM basically is a, is a cyber technology guideline to guide the financial institutions in securing and foster the uh, security posture, which means to improve their security resilience against cyber attacks and malicious personnel trying to steal information from these financial institutions. All right, all right. So, um, you know, everyone talks about it, um, but uh, in reality, who really needs to be worrying about MASTRM? Um, right. Actually, MSTRM, the initial um, objective is uh, to facilitate the financial institutions meaning the insurance companies, companies that involve in uh, financial uh, online, um, e-money transactions, um, online businesses, insurance, remittance as such, right? So with the kickoff of the, with the kickings of the payment service application, uh, service act, which requires that all financial institutions that are processing, um, processing um, money, Monies online, uh, they require this uh, this license to operate in Singapore, and as such, one of the criteria to apply to successfully apply for this license will be to comply to this, um, or rather, I wouldn't like to use the word comply, but to actually uh, follow or adhere to these uh, MESTRN guidelines, right? I see. Uh, does that count? Does that count cryptocurrency companies? Yes. Crypto exchanges. Okay. All right. Yes. As a matter of fact, actually, MES actually have uh, rolled out several guidelines. Right. They have many guidelines for different natures of financial institutions. Right. Oh. So you have insurance, cryptography, Bitcoin, payment gateways, um, remittance, or even venture capitalists. They are to they are to uh, follow these uh, MES uh, guidelines, and which means that they actually under this MES surveillance. Right? I see. So, so essentially, what you're saying is, even under MAS TRM, there are different flavors depending on what the nature of your business is. That's right. You are right. So, okay. and in in MES, the MES TRM that we are talking about right now is the very first and high level um, guidelines um, advocating uh, security controls into the companies in terms of the people operations, uh, business operations, technologies, 
and the cyber risk, uh, cyber threats monitoring, right? But on the other hand, MES has actually also published many other guidelines for each individual. So, but as a as a whole, when we talk about MES TRM, we are always looking at this uh, first and um, first and the high level TRM that they have been uh, advocating, right? which is also has just newly renewed in January 2021 this year. I see. Um, and um, does that mean, okay, so does that mean adhering to that top level um, is generally enough or, or do they have to really get down into those specific guidelines for their businesses? This is a very good question. As what we can see, MSTM is always a guidelines. So basically, they are actually for, um, promoting a, a, a strategic direction for these financial institutions to follow. Right? So in this guideline, actually, it addresses all different aspects of a security management, security monitoring, and cyber threats uh, uh, handling. And of course, and if we really deep dive into this MASTRM um, version um, 2021, and we can really see that actually it's addressing different security domains per se. And with that, we would always have to reference to other guidelines, which MES has also published. Now, for example, um, MES actually have a guidelines on business continuity management. At the same time, in the TRM itself, we did have also looking at um, the business continuity and incident response management uh, domain that requires by the, by the financial institutions to follow, right? So what, so how we, so, uh, you could say overlap because, uh, I, I wouldn't say overlap, okay, correction, because um, MSTRM itself, they are providing a high-level overview of what exactly individual institutions needs to address. That's number one. Mm -hmm. And when we are addressing at the individual um, domains or areas, so we actually have to refer to other MES guidelines as well so that we can really fully um, uh, secure that particular uh, or mitigate the cyber threats that on, uh, occur on that particular domain itself. I see, I see. All right, so what, what I'm getting, um, what I'm actually getting from all the stuff you're telling me then is it's actually a very complicated, complicated jungle, the jungle of MASTRM. And, and um, you know, it takes, it probably takes a lot of reading. It takes a lot of uh, research and probably, um, a lot of back and forth to make sure that you're checking all the boxes and you're making sure that you're getting all the things you need uh, to adhere to uh, done. Uh, is that what you, uh, would you yeah. agree? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Mark, you're right. And that's actually a lot of feedback from our clients as well. However, um, what we do is that actually MES-TRM is not that complicated if we can group it by um, categories. And then we start to improve each category along the way by itself, right? Um, what we have done to customers who have faced such um, 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 any our clients who have faced such a dilemma, 
um, usually what we advise is that, okay, let's customize in. Let's us review your business process and then that we can actually help them start to fit in how this MSTRM into their companies per se, right? Um, if we look at MSTRM itself, actually they have about 14 to 16 um, controls, right? On financial institutions, cybersecurity assessment, cybersecurity operation, access control, cryptography. But what our expertise would do is we can actually simplify it into uh, different phases and categorize it under our um, institutions operations. And from there, we can actually improve, um, implement the MSTRM into the companies um, phase by phases, which is actually a very simple process here. And I, I, I feel like um, that, that follows the same kind of methodology that we kind of apply to all kinds of compliances or frameworks. Um, and essentially <clears throat> what I tell a lot of our customers uh, is the same kind of message, right? It looks like, you know, it looks like this giant, you know, pile of stuff that you got to take care of. But if you, if you have a structured measured way to do it and you tackle it one at a time, it's actually not as crazy as you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're totally correct because how we actually advise our clients is always we need to really, number one, understand their business operations and where the cyber, cyber risks are. And from there, we start to create the fundamental controls such as policies, uh, baselines, documents to help the company to guide them moving forward, right? That's, then, that's fantastic. Yeah. I, I love that. I think I also love to say to everyone, you know, context is king, right? Um, yeah. You know, it doesn't, you know, you can read the guideline, but it really doesn't matter uh, for your organization until you understand how it applies to your organization in particular. So that's, yeah, I really love that. That's a great approach. So um, what would you say, um, what would you say to some, uh, to uh, someone who's leading an organization and they're just starting out, they don't have anything, they're like zero bare bones. How do they go about beginning this MASTRM journey? Okay. Um, what they really probably need is um, they need to understand them internally. What uh, are they ready to go for this uh, MSTRM uh, 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 adherence per se? Right? I wouldn't like to use the word compliance because guidelines is always just for us to follow. Actually, actually yeah. <clears throat> Let me before we 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 answer that question. That actually touches on an earlier question that I had, but I forgot to ask you. Um, they're called guidelines, right? But everyone treats them like they're super mandatory. Like, what? so which is it? Is it, is it guidelines or are they mandatory? Yeah, this is a bit uh, uh, confusing right now. Um, okay, MES type TRF itself is actually a guidelines itself. However, so uh, guidelines, which means that we actually try to adopt, but it's not mandatory. Right. However, when it comes to certain uh, applications, license application with MAS itself, uh, TR, this MAS TR has often been drafted in as one of the criteria to adopt, to follow. So somehow or other, that's why in Singapore, I would say that it actually becomes 
uh, a key criteria. I wouldn't still use the word mandatory, but it's still a key criteria to satisfy before if they intend to apply with MES for payment service license or sandbox license as such. Right. So if they're going to apply for the license, how does MAS check to make sure that the, the organization is following enough guidelines to pass? Ah, okay. So what the MAS would do is uh, what we can see that is that actually there was uh, before the license was issued, once the application has been received, they were actually... Uh, tend to assess the clients based on their compliance to this MES TRM. Wow. Um, be it, number one, could be sending a self-assessment uh, uh, checklist to the clients, to the companies, mm -hmm. for them to fill up. Then, um, they also hear say that MES would actually uh, send their auditors to audit these companies, right? Mm -hmm. But with this payment service act is a license is very new last since they kick off last year fair um, we haven't really seen here anything about how the ms is really uh, ensuring that how these uh, companies are following the trm itself so i i think the takeaway here is their guidelines they're not mandatory but if you want a license from the mas you should probably adhere to them yes Okay. Okay. Yeah. Actually, for me, is my 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 message to these companies is yes. Uh, probably a, through applying license is definitely one of them. However, MSTRM guidelines is uh what from what I can see is a pretty much um comprehensive uh guide, right? Um, advocating how a individual company can actually secure their businesses with mm -hmm. with the remote uh remote uh, because with the COVID comes in, most of the companies are have to work from home, technologies are being introduced. And I would say that instead of just financial institutions, um, other nature of industries, they could also adopt this MSTRM. Right? As just because it's the right thing to do, right? It's just the right thing to do. Yeah, it give them a direction to say, okay, this is at least how I can foster my security resilience against cyber attacks, right? Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess I guess before I, I rudely interrupted you, you were talking about uh, um, organizations making sure that they're ready to go through this this journey. Um, so again, uh, let me just re-ask the question. Then, uh, if if I'm a leader for an organization that's just like a bare bone zero, um, how do I go about starting to comply with MASTRM? Um, okay, I would probably what that's uh, I can share that some of our past experience with working with these clients, right? Um, we have helped out a lot of startups, and also uh, financial institutions has been in the market for for decades, right? So the first step that we usually we advise the client is let's understand your business operations. Then what we can do is. Step two is we can create this um, fundamental controls such as policies drafting, uh, baselining security controls, baselining um, any technical documentation that the company might need with reference to their business operations. And with that, uh, we will actually start to implement these controls into these companies, right? 
could be uh, software applications, secure coding. It could be some system hardening or, or even penetration testing. And I believe that for us, we actually have also help our customer to conduct tabletop exercise, uh, conduct incident response um, testing with these clients. And that is, uh, that is always how we can build these uh, fundamental activities. And I must say that these fundamental activities is also exactly what MESTRM has been also trying to um, part, bring the message across to all these companies to implement. I see. So, um, so my takeaway there is um, if you're thinking about going for MASTRM, the best way to start is getting your house in order, right? Um, and getting your house in order basically means uh, tackling those fundamentals that you're talking about. The, the basic, those basic controls and capabilities of any company to uh, practice security in their organization. Now, um, <clears throat> now I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this or watching this right now, as we're talking about it, they're going, okay, that's all well and good, but what are the fundamentals? Like what, where do, you know, what's, is there a list? Is there a framework? Is there, and um, I, I guess that's the point where me and you would have a shameless plug and say, well, <laughs> that's a good time to ask someone like Vincent or Mark, uh, who yeah, both right, work right. at Harangi, www.harangi.com uh, and, and ask for our services, right? Uh, so essentially at the end of the day, um, it's nice to have somebody on your side that knows what they're, has gone through this before, knows what they're doing and can guide you through that uh, jungle, uh, a guide, right? A guide that can help you like a Sherpa or something, right? Um, so um, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Um, do you have anything, any last thought that you'd like to give out to all the people out there listening um, regarding MASTRM, the people who are freaking out? Uh, is there any message you'd like to share with them? No, yeah, I, I think it, it brings me back to one of the questions you asked earlier. Um, what should a company do really if they really need to embark on this MSTRM or they want wishes to improve their existing cybersecurity posture? I would really say that let's have a talk and then that's where we can really advise what kind of timeline the company will need, what kind of resources and how we can actually streamline their effort in achieving MESTI compliance per se. Right. That's, that's great, great message. Listen to him, listen to him folks. Uh, he has a great point, you know, let's have a chat. Uh, reach out to us again, www.arangi.com. Um, thank you, Vincent. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for all the knowledge that you're sharing with the, with the um, community out there. Thanks for, thanks for uh, sitting with us. Uh, the pleasure is mine, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. So to everyone out there uh, listening to the podcast or watching, um, once again, this is Ask a CISO podcast. I'm Mark Fuentes, and we're at Harangi Cybersecurity signing off.